We're good. Hi there. Welcome back to the Lights, Camera, Roll It podcast. That's right. That is our new official title. Um, this is our second episode. Um, we talked last episode that we were still working out a lot of the kinks that we just decided to kind of hit the ground running and do this. So since then, uh, the past two weeks or so, we've been sitting down and talking about a lot of things, trying to figure out a lot of things. And we came up with an actual official title. So it's the Lights, Camera, Roll It podcast. The idea being that since we're going to go into pop culture, a lot with movies and TV and stuff like that, and Dungeons and Dragons, it, uh, it, it kind of fits. Um, this is, for lack of a better term, this is kind of um, the second half of the pilot episode. Uh, we are not going to be doing what we would normally be doing with this, um, with this podcast. Uh, and I'll have Andrew explain that in a second. My name is Chris Welch. Um, I am the, one of the hosts. The other host is uh, Andrew Perez. Say hi, Andrew. Hi. Hi. Um, so uh, we're, we, um, but we wanted to kind of sit down real quick and record something because we promised that we were going to try and do this every two weeks. And the only way to fulfill a promise is by actually doing what you say you're, say you're going to do. So um, we figured this is a good opportunity to go over a couple of things um, such as scheduling and stuff like that and uh, kind of explain what's going on and um, kind of introduce the actual title. Um, and because we have an actual title, we have an actual email address right now, which is lcrollit, L-C-R-O-L-L-I-T, at gmail.com. And uh, there will be a call of action at the end, um, a call to action at the end, uh, where we'll kind of uh, tell you how you can use that email address for different things. So, um, Andrew, um, one of the reasons that we're doing it like this, that we're doing this kind of second little short mini episode is because we have a third um co-host that we want to get involved um his name is abel is abel (laughs) ballesteros jr and everybody calls him jr and i'll let andrew explain kind of why he's not here real quick and what's going on with him and why we decided to hold off a couple of weeks yeah we wanted to add him onto the podcast just because uh he got into D &D around the same time i i i got into it and he has a background in, in pop culture as well just as us he's just a giant geek like us um but he has some family a family situation that came up and uh, he told me that he's gonna let us know in the next couple weeks how his scheduling is so we could fit him in and we could start tackling uh game of thrones and all that kind of stuff and and uh yeah i think that's pretty i don't know if i miss anything no so yeah the the, the idea um was we want to have hopefully at least three people um on this at most times and uh able uh, junior had uh, a family emergency that arose we were going to record last night we were rec- oh, yeah, we were right. going to record our game of thrones episode last night and something arose um towards the end of last week where we decided that it would probably be best to hold off because we really want him to be involved with this and um so but instead of just not having anything and kind of sitting on our laurels and doing nothing we figured we could kind of throw something out there at least um Dad and our wives won't let us take a break they're like keep the momentum yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah our wives are pushing for this real hard i think mainly because they want us out of the house and yeah. to leave him alone um so we uh we, we we we're doing this um also just so you know um just a little peek behind the curtain this is the second time we've recorded this episode so um we um we've had to, we are learning how to do this as we go and we ran into some technical issues with the first episode so there's going to be certain things where we might refer to hey wait do we do that did we do that already and we may be thinking to the uh, first time that we recorded this so yeah so that's why you're getting this episode this is a little mini episode like i said it's kind of like the second half of the, of the pilot episode um but we did think that there was a few things that we could get into um to make it worth your while so one of the things that we did not get into in the last episode at least i don't think we did was what brought us to D 
and why we keep playing D&D and why we like it so much. Um, while this is a pop, pop culture aspect uh, 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 podcast, it's also really big on, um, uh, you know, D&D. Um, it's, you know, it, it, it's kind of the foundation of everything. So, Andrew, I'm going to ask you, what brought you into Dungeons & Dragons and why do you keep playing it? So what ultimately brought me to Dungeons & Dragons, um, I'll mention too, uh, basically when I had my injury. Uh, and can you explain that? <laughs> yeah. So I, I got a, a severe back injury or spinal injury. It affected my uh, L4 to my L5 and my L5 to my S1. And it gave me some all sorts of different like restroom problems, nerve problems, walking problems. And in Andrew terms, was basically crippled. Yeah. Um, I've known Andrew for almost nine years. And, and six of those years I've been in. Yeah, and Andrew, and just so you know, we're, we're going to refer to this um, because I have some medical history too that's weird. Um, you might refer to... You might hear both of us refer to um, our medical history, and everybody that knows us and that's known us for a long time knows what it is. Um, so I'll get into mine later on, but just know that we've had some pretty major medical issues. So if you hear us refer to something, that's why, and it's not like we're trying to exclude people. We just literally, it's been part of our lives for so long that we forget that if you're just a random stranger that's hearing us for the first time, you have no idea what we're talking about. So sorry, go ahead, continue. So my injury pretty much left me bedridden for a while, and uh i turned to youtube for entertainment and keep myself sane somewhat and uh i was really into action figures at the time still am and then i found this community on youtube and you know on social media that takes action figures and does action figure photography um which led me to another thing that they run it's called the dial structure group and they build dioramas for action figures and take pictures of them um they're really they're they're one of the biggest ones out there. They're called ACBA Articulated Comic Book Art. You guys can look them up on um, Facebook or Instagram and YouTube and stuff like that. What's the name? Articulated Comic Book Art. Yes. Okay. And um, so it led me to the Dial Structure Group from there, and then that led me to um, other groups because the techniques that they use to build dioramas are the same techniques that people use in uh, building um, terrain for 4K and for Dungeons and Dragons. Um, and for, you know, model airplanes and all that kind of stuff. So that led me to a bunch of different communities, which led me to Dungeons and Dragons. And then I remember you mentioned it before that you've played with a couple of buddies and we managed to junior. And, uh, one day I looked up the book and it was like $60. I'm like, I'm not ready to invest. And then holidays came around. I was on Amazon and it popped up like, oh, you looked at this before it's $20 now. I'm like, done. I'll, I'll drop $20 on it. And then, uh, we went to one of your, uh, son's birthday parties and junior comes in with, uh, the free manual i'm like whoa there's free stuff on this i dropped 20 bucks and then he's like all excited he's like yeah we should play and then like a what like a year or two passed and then junior texts me out of the blue one day when i was at my friend's house watching like a movie or whatever he's like hey we're gonna play D D today bring your stuff or whatever and then i'm like i told my friend i gotta go and they're like well where are you going i'm like playing D D. you guys want to come to like no nah, we'll pass and then it just blossomed into this whole thing why do you like playing dungeons and dragons uh like, what keeps you coming back to it? I think the the creative aspect from it, um, like when I worked and stuff, is all like manual labor and all that kind of stuff. I'm helping out, like with my brother in law, my other brother in law, and my dad at the time too, just doing like hard labor stuff. And then this like scratched something in me, like the creative side. I'm like, oh man, I could not like fatigue myself of uh, physically and just sit there and like have fun, and I don't really have to buy anything besides a $20 book. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, if you ever hear him refer to a brother-in-law with any sort of manual labor, it is not me. <laughs> um, it's our brother-in-law, Kevin, who um, can basically build, like, you know, 
a skyscraper out of paper clips and <laughs> bailing wire. Um, I am not a manual labor type person. So, um, yeah, so it, it, that's awesome. Yeah, my history with Dungeons and Dragons is I started playing in junior high. Um, I was a nerdy kid in junior high. I always joked that if it could repel the opposite sex, I was into it. And uh, which is funny because, you know, 20, 25, 30 years later, um, now all that stuff is awesome. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, it, it, all that stuff that I've been, you know, spending three decades telling people is cool. Now people are like, oh, it is cool. It's like, well, yeah, where were you in junior high, uh, when I was getting my butt kicked? Um, so we, I had a couple of friends that, um, approached me, they wanted to play it and we played it every, almost probably every day at, at lunch, um, during my eighth grade year of junior high. We would basically just sit there and we'd play it and we were a bunch of idiot eighth graders so i can't even imagine what the campaigns were like um i don't even remember my character i don't remember what we did i just remember that it was probably really stupid but i got into it i, I thought it was pretty cool and then i kept up with it i didn't really play it a lot but i kept up with it and um kind of followed it and knew some people that played it and stuff like that and then in my mid-20s, when I started working for the Orange County Sheriff's Department, I um, befriended somebody that was actually my supervisor, my sergeant. His name is Mike Schultz, and um, he and I got along really well. We headed off, and we figured out that we were both big geeks. And at some point, he approached me and asked if I knew anything about Dungeons & Dragons. I told him that I did. I used to play it all the time, and I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, he invited me up because he lives up by Lake Isabella. So we're out here in Southern California, Lake Isabella, for those that don't know, is basically just out in the middle of nowhere. It's about an hour and a half, two hours out in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's nothing around it other than a lake. So he uh, invited me up, and what would happen is every four to six months, him and a couple of his friends and his brother and a couple of his brother's friends, we would all go up and uh, to his compound, basically his giant house um, up, um, up in, and he's got like 15, 20 acres up in Lake Isabella, and we would play Dungeons and Dragons for the entire weekend, um, and he invited me up one time, and basically what would happen is we would go up there, we'd go up there Thursday night, um, and we would wake up early Friday morning, pretty much start drinking immediately, and um, play Dungeons and Dragons all day. I mean, literally, till we couldn't play, until we couldn't keep our eyes eyes open Friday night. We'd all um, either go to bed or pass out due to the alcohol, and uh, wake up Saturday morning as early as we could and play all day Saturday. Um, and then Saturday evening, we would stop long enough to have a medieval dinner. He had pewter plates and goblets and and stuff like that. Um, and we would have like a medieval style dinner, and we would play basically until we all passed out or couldn't stay awake anymore on Saturday get up Sunday, play all day Sunday until we basically had to leave because we had to go to work the next morning. And uh, we would do that maybe every four to six months. And it was awesome. It, it was great. Um, we would basically go up there for the entire weekend and just immerse ourselves in the world of Dungeons and Dragons for about 72 hours straight. Um, he had a game room where we would set everything up. He would turn off all the lights. We would have candles. Um, he'd have candelabras, so everything would be done by, like, candlelight and stuff like that. It was awesome. It, it, it was truly, truly awesome. I mean, we would basically just eat, drink, and adventure um, in Dungeons & Dragons. And if I wasn't into it already, um, after the first weekend, I would have been hooked for life. Um, so it, it was something that I did for a long time with him. And... The thing that's kept me into Dungeons and Dragons and the thing that keeps bringing me back is um, 
I'm a writer by trade. Um, I, I don't get paid for it full time all the time, but um, I've done it quite a bit in the past. I, I still do it now. And I loved the creativity in the imagination, imagination aspect. And I love the fact that it's a game where literally, and it's the only game that's like this, there's no video game, there's no board game, there is nothing else like this in the world where the only limitation is your imagination. If you can imagine it, it can happen in the game. And I like the system that the game uses because it's like the real world where if you can dream it, you can make it happen. But there will be obstacles based on your skill set, based on outside factors that you have no control of, and then based on just dumb luck. And I think if you talk to people that play Dungeons and & Dragons, um, and there are a lot of people that once they get hooked on it, they play it for life. That's what brings them into it. Um, is the idea that, you know, if I can make it up, I can do it. Um, and then there's kind of the thrilling aspect of it where it's based on what I roll, my my character, my traits, my hit points, um, you know, just dumb luck. And it gives you an adrenaline rush that you do not get out of any other game. And I, I think that one of the things that keeps people from Dungeons & Dragons is it it's a little bit daunting. Yeah, it's a little bit nerdy, so there's a stigma to it. But there's also um, an aspect of it where it does take a little while to set up. It's not one of those things that you just jump into. You don't just, you know, turn on your PlayStation and start playing. You don't just, you know, open up your, you know, Yahtzee board and roll a couple of dice. Um, it, it takes a little bit of involvement and it takes a little bit of effort. But once people get past that um, and they start really seeing what they can do in the game... I've never met any never met anybody that isn't hooked for life by it. Um, and if they can get past that little, you know, like, and I think people have a block where they're like, oh wait a minute, like, really, I can do anything? Yes, you can literally do anything you can think of. It may not work, but you can try it. And once people get past that point, um, if people get past that point, uh, they, they they become fanatics. And it sounds really nerdy, it sounds really stupid, but there's an adrenaline rush that comes from all of that, from being able to, you know, you're part of a party and you've had a character that you've played for five or six years that you've created this background and this persona for and that is part of your life. And you go into um, uh, you go into a campaign or you go into something where all of a sudden that character is going to die and you have, and you're able to, you know, pull yourself and your friends out of it using, you know, just whatever, you know, your own wits and dumb luck and kind of the background and the history and what you created for that character. There is a genuine thrilling, um, adrenaline rush that comes out of it that is unlike any other game. Um, if you think it's silly, I, I honestly cannot remember the podcast i'm sorry i don't remember what it is but if you guys know um who Patton oswalt is um he is a giant dungeons and dragons um fan and uh there is an episode of some podcast it might have even been a radio show i forget what it was where he talks about where this character that he played for like 15 years they went into a campaign and the character died and he was unable to resurrect him and he was genuinely genuinely like beside himself with with like grief um and and you don't get that in any other game um and i think that's what's what's fun about it i like how when you say that i could hear people from pathfinders like hey what about us or people from gurps hey what yeah 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 yeah. so but but it is you you get into it i mean i I played a character named draco draco gildenstern and um like he had his own personality and i decided that when i got into it like 
I would let I would just be this character and his personality is what drove his actions and we would get into things where all of a sudden this character that I was I thought I was going to die and, and um you know and then we would make it out of it and it would be awesome like it, it's silly but it, it is silly but it, it's I'm trying to think how to put this it's silly but it's also really really engaging and honestly how many other things in life are you going to find where you can get that emotionally invested in it where it's really not going to affect your any other aspect of your life or bother anybody else it doesn't hurt anybody it doesn't hurt anything but you can get deeply involved in it deeply deeply like emotionally invested in it but at the end of the day you all walk away and there's no effect on it in your outside life um you know and and i think the people that play that understand that and and i think that's one of the fun aspects of it um is 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 that you can do that um with this game and you know it doesn't it doesn't affect your bills it doesn't affect your kids it doesn't affect your wife but for those sometimes the wife if you play with her okay yeah maybe i'm dying i'm like i only have one potion yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) sorry yeah yeah yeah. but but you know it's one of those things where there's not very many things like that in life where you can get so deeply involved in it and then just at flick a flip a switch and you're back in your real life and it's not that big of a deal you know what i mean um and, and it's one of those things that's completely harmless harmless and completely rewarding at the same time um that very few things are so, um, but yeah, so that's kind of, that, that's kind of just a, a, a little bit about, um, you know, kind of where are, we're at with it. Um, next week when, or the next episode, we're going to try and get Junior to kind of get into it a little bit and why he's into it, how he got into it and stuff like that. But, um, the main focus of the next few episodes is going to be, you know, the actual conceit of the podcast and the, um, the creation of characters and how these characters would translate in the D&D world. Um, so we kind of figured we'd get it out of the way now. So with that in mind, um, hey Andrew, let's um, give them a real quick rundown of what we have planned for the first four episodes. So Andrew, what is the what, the very first official, <laughs> official episode? Um, not that these aren't official. What is it going to be about? Uh, we're going to hit Game of Thrones. Okay. So And, and, and then uh, I know... Or I'll let, I'll let you take over okay. because we're gonna have a conversation after that episode. Yeah. So um yeah. So the, so we're going to um after we're done breaking it down a D and D way, I know for sure that we are going to tackle the ending of the series. Um, one of the things that this podcast this is a podcast that's obviously based around kind of you know breaking it down in D and D terms, but it's also a pop culture podcast. So we're going to um delve into that a lot. Which um, by the way, I'm going to take this a little aside, and we're going to probably do this. Uh, more as time goes on uh but um because this is a pop culture um uh, podcast there's things that we might highlight that have nothing to do with what we're talking about but i do want to highlight something real quick and that is last night um on a whim uh my kids and i decided that we wanted to rent batman versus batman ninja turtles which is one of those dc animated um direct-to-video movies and i cannot cannot 